0: bye sarah have a lovely weekend you too dear
1: our accountant martha left for the elevator i packed my stuff set my hair with a bunch of bobby pins and got up from my chair it was finally time to go home everyone has left already i sat at the bus stop i always take the last bus home it's only been a few weeks since i joined this new advertising agency i can't afford to rent a car yet Having not much to do, I was checking my phone when my eyes went to the other side of the street. Under the light posts, there stood a man. A homeless man with disheveled hair and dirty, raggy clothes. He was watching me. I ignored him and carried on scrolling on my newsfeed. A few seconds later, I looked up again. The man was now sitting on the sidewalk in a crouched position and smiling at me. He had a big, creepy smile that gave me goosebumps. That's when I suddenly felt a hand on my shoulder. Hey, Sarah. Huh? It was my colleague, Nerdy Larry. Everyone calls him that because he works with the tech team.
0: Oh, Larry, still here?
1: Yeah, I had some
2: last moments mailing to do. You alright?
0: Yes, just waiting for the last bus.
2: I see. Listen, I have my car, I can drop you home if you want.
0: Um, that's so kind of you, but I'll wait for the bus anyway. "'Thanks for the gesture, though.'
2: "'You sure? I mean, it won't be any trouble.'
0: "'I will be fine. You go home, Larry.'
1: "'Okay. See you Monday, then.'
0: "'Yeah. Good night.'
1: I watched Larry walk towards the parking lot. Honestly, it's about a half-an-hour ride to my house, and the last thing I would want is to bore myself with nerdy Larry. Also, the bus would be here any minute, and I didn't like people treating me as a damsel in distress.' My eyes went back to the guy across the street, and he wasn't there. I searched, but the man was gone. I let out a big sigh of relief when suddenly I heard a chuckle close to me. (laughs) I slowly turned my head to the right, and there he was. Standing ten feet away from me, his rotten teeth and greedy eyes formed an evil face. He licked his lips disgustingly and then started coming towards me, I got up feeling scared, there was no one around except me and this scary stranger. I started walking too, I thought if I go away he would stop following me. I took a few steps ahead leaving the bus stand behind me and then turned around. He was still following me and his smile got even bigger now. I increased my pace when I suddenly heard running footsteps behind me. I looked back and saw the homeless man running to me at full speed, stretching his filthy hands to grab me. I lost it and started running for my life.
0: Help! Help! Somebody!
1: But there was no one, not a single person nearby. That's when I saw Larry's car pulling out of the parking lot. Not wasting a single second, I ran to him. He turned the car around and was heading in my direction. But before he could pick up speed, I bumped into his bonnet. He hit the brakes, making the tires screech. I opened the driver's side door and hopped in his car, panting heavily.
0: Please... That man, he was trying to.
1: Hey, hey, calm down, calm down. Suddenly, the man came in front of the car and stopped. He looked at me with furious anger, like I have robbed him of the ideal chance of sick pleasure. He then looked at Larry, cursed him for being there to rescue me, and disappeared into the dark parking lot. Looks like he was desperate for you.
0: You don't say.
1: This area isn't safe after dark, Sarah. You should get a car.
0: I know. Um, if it's not too much trouble, will you drop me home tonight?
1: Larry's face lit up in joy. Of course. It's no trouble at all. He started the car and I rolled down the window to get some fresh air. Still scared, huh?
0: (sighs) I don't know what would have happened if you left early.
2: Don't think about it anymore. You're safe now.
1: Here, drink some water. I chugged the water as if it was my last day on Earth.
0: (sighs) Ah. Thanks. Thanks a lot.
1: You're welcome. Would you like me to turn on the music? It's gonna be a long ride after all.
0: Sure. Music will be good.
1: The car radio turned on, playing some old 70s song. I rested my head on the seat. I was determined that for the next two days I will only eat, sleep, and drink without getting out of my house. I couldn't wait to get home. After five minutes, Larry started chatting about his weekend plans. I'm gonna buy a dog tomorrow. I was planning for it for a long time, you know.
0: Oh, that's great.
1: He was talking, and I was trying my best to take part in the conversation, but suddenly my vision started to blur.
0: Hey, what's happening to me?
1: Sorry? What do you mean?
0: My eyes. I can't... What was in the water?
1: I looked at Larry, trying my best to keep my eyes open. He didn't answer my question, just increased the volume of the car radio. So,
2: as I was saying, I'm thinking about getting a pit bull. You know they're super smart and get highly motivated by food. Isn't that cool?
0: Larry, what did you give me?
2: Do you like dogs? (laughs) I'm sure they'll like you. Everyone likes you. You're so beautiful.
0: What was in the water? What did… what did you…
1: I fainted. I woke up in a dimly lit basement. I could barely move my body. It was now evident that Larry drugged me. A mild, scary growl could be heard from a close distance, but it was too dark to see anything. Suddenly, the lights turned on. I first noticed Larry in his pajamas. He was holding a leash in his hand, which led to the collar of a giant-sized pit bull. The creature took out its huge, drooling tongue and kept watching me. Good morning, Sarah. Meet Andy he's my new friend larry let out a creepy smile and his eyes sparkled for the first time i noticed that i've been handcuffed and tied to a sewage pipe
0: help me somebody i'm down here please help me
1: ow stop screaming i've already soundproofed the basement a week ago tears rolled down my eyes in shock larry crouched down to my level and touched my face with his filthy hand He caressed my cheek, like a kid treats his new toy. You're so beautiful. No wonder I went crazy for you.
0: What is happening? Where am I?
2: You're in my house. I brought you here after you got sick last night.
0: You? You drugged me?
2: Okay, fine. The water I gave you in the car last night had sleeping pills, but I only did it so I could bring you
1: here. That's all.
0: Are you going to rape me? What? No! No!
1: I could never think of hurting you!" He started walking back and forth while trying to explain himself. Look, Sarah, all I want is you to be my
2: girlfriend. I fell for you since the day you walked into the office. Remember that red dress you wore? It's only a shame that that dress got burnt while ironing and you had to throw it away.
0: How? How do you know that?
2: Well, I watched you for days with my binoculars. I followed you home every night after work and watched you going on with your life from your window. I saw you eating alone, drinking alone, sleeping alone. That's when I realized that you're just like me. We both
1: need each other to complete our lives." Larry rushed to the other side of the room and came back with a shoebox. He took out some Polaroid photos. Those were pictures of me snapped on regular days. Me taking the bus from the office, unlocking the door, and even changing my clothes. Now I got sure Nerdy Larry is a dangerous man. He's been stalking me for a very long time. See? You turned my world upside down, Sarah.
2: Now I can only think about you. Only you.
1: He came really close and smelled my face and hair in a very scary way. I could see the crazy in his eyes.
0: Please, just let me go. I won't tell anyone, I swear. Please, Larry. Don't,
2: don't say that.
0: We can pretend this never happened. Just let me go, please.
2: Stop saying that, Sarah.
0: I'm begging you, please. I just want to go home.
2: Shut up! I'm not letting you go anywhere! You're mine, and you belong with me! <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Once you get to know me, you'll like it here.
1: Now, who's hungry? Larry let go of me and grabbed the dog's leash.
0: Was all of this pre-planned?
1: He turned around to look at me. His face formed a huge grin. The homeless man didn't
2: chase you on purpose. (laughs) I paid him $20 to scare you enough so that you'd get inside my car. I didn't want to force you, you know. I honestly care for you, Sarah. Someday you'll understand. I'll be
1: back with your favorite egg salad sandwich. I love you, Sarah McGluffin. Larry left with his giant dog and turned the lights off, leaving me in the dark to suffer. I cried until my tears dried up. No one has the slightest idea that I have been held captive in a crazy freak's basement. God, how did I end up here? I was beginning to give up because my hands were cuffed and without a key, there was no way I could free myself. If I could just have a key... Wait, a key. I touched my hair. The bobby pins are still there. I plucked one. It was difficult with tied hands, but I managed somehow. I said to myself,
0: Okay, you can do this.
1: I inserted the tip of the pin into the keyhole of the handcuff. I struggled for a minute straight, and then I heard the click. The handcuffs came off. I jumped to my feet. I was finally free. I wanted to scream, but it wasn't the best time. I grabbed a spanner from the shelf in the basement. My heartbeat got faster. Slowly and quietly, I walked up the stairs. Luckily, the basement door was open. I turned the doorknob as quietly as possible. I could hear music coming from the hallway. Nerdy Larry must be cooking in the kitchen, having the best time of his life. I peeked from the door, trying to locate the pit bull. I couldn't see it anywhere. The narrow hallway stood in front of me, and at the end stood the main door of the house. All I need to do now is run for my life, open that door, and scream for help. I braced myself. One, two, three. I started running at full speed. I ran past the living room and heard the dog bark once, and then the pit bull was running behind me. It was after me and I feared for my life. The main door was inches away and I had no intention to stop. I grabbed the doorknob and twisted it. The door slightly opened and I saw this truck passing by. Where do you think you're going? Larry lunged from the back, grabbing my mouth and blocking my screams, pulling me inside the house once again. He started pulling me back to the basement when I hit him on the head with a spanner.
2: Uh, You witch!
1: He almost let go of me, but the pit bull blocked my way. Yes, that damn dog ruined my perfect plan. It started barking like a hound from hell. There was no way I could tackle that beast on my own, so I gave up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Please, just let me go!"
1: Holding his bleeding head, Larry put a knife to my throat. Keep your voice
2: down or I will slit your throat! No one will know what happened to your body, Sarah!
1: My cry died inside my throat. I was brought back into the basement. Larry didn't know I unlocked it using my bobby pin. He thought the handcuff was broken, so he put on a new set of handcuffs, and for extra caution another set on my legs. He then looked at his pit bull with a highly proud face. He threw a piece of meat at him, and the dog chomped on it with great joy.
2: (laughs) Didn't I tell you how motivated they are about food? Now you know he's a good dog, a great dog to keep an eye on you, no doubt. Damn it! You hit me hard, Sarah. Why did you do that? I didn't even touch you!
0: I hope you burn in hell, Larry. People will find out. Everyone will start looking for me when I won't arrive at work. And then they will talk to the cops. You'll be in big trouble, Larry. I swear. You freak!
2: Oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry about that.
1: You see this? He took out a bunch of keys tied to a Batman keychain. My stomach dropped. It was my house keys.
2: I'll quickly drop by your house and mail from your laptop that you're quitting your job over some family issues and that you're going back to your parents' house. What? I will also leave a letter for your landlord whom you've already paid in advance so he won't be looking for you at least. People in the office will mention you for a week or so, and then everybody will believe you went home. Whatever happens next, I will dutifully take care of them. As I said, you belong here.
1: I will make
2: sure you never leave.
1: (laughs) I was numb with fear. This man had thought it all through. God knows how long he has been planning to kidnap me.
2: I better get started, and since you didn't behave, you aren't going to get your sandwich. I'll be back in an hour or so. Till then, Andy here will watch you, and trust me, he won't back down with one hit, love. So better not piss him off.
1: (laughs) He left the dog with me and left the house. I could hear the fading sound of his car engine. Is this how my life ends? rotting in this basement, enslaved by my stalker for the rest of my life. The pit bull was sitting in the corner. Its eyes were on target. I tried to stand up and the dog barked. My mom's face flashed in front of my eyes. It was then I realized how ungrateful we are about life. When we have everything, we hardly appreciate them. And now that I'm tied to this psycho's house, I fully realize the worth of being alive, the value of being free, The freedom of doing as you please. I looked at the dog one more time. It was looking back at me.
0: You only care for food, huh? That's what motivates you the most? Fine.
1: I took out one more bobby pin from my hair and unlocked both handcuffs in the next ten minutes. Now I was free to move, but if I did, I knew the dog would bite me, and he will for sure. So, I did what it took to be free. I bit my arm. I took out a chunk of my own flesh with my very own teeth. Yes, it hurt. It hurt like a bitch, but I was adamant now. This was my last chance. I knew if Larry comes back, I will be doomed here forever. I took the final straw. Blood rushed from the vein, but I ignored the excruciating pain. I grabbed the piece of pink flesh and called out to the dog
0: Hey. Hey, Andy. Want some meat? Come here. Come on, boy.
1: The dog got up. He probably sensed the air. A low growl came from his mouth, and then he walked up to me. I threw the meat at him, and he licked the meat like a treat. Finally, he wagged his tail at me, and I knew I had him on my team. While he ate the rest, I slowly got up and came out of the basement. Larry wasn't home yet, and I had the perfect chance. Holding my bleeding arm, I reached for the main door. I twisted it open and turned around to take one last look at the house. The dog didn't follow me this time. So here I am, finally set to escape my stalker. But what after that? I can call the cops, they'll arrest Larry and he will be behind bars for some years and that's it. The man has given me enough trauma to sleep with a gun under my pillow for the rest of my life. I literally chewed my own flesh and tasted my own blood just to escape him. Staying behind bars will never be enough for a psycho like him. I didn't leave. I closed the door and searched the house. I found the baseball bat under the couch. I ate the sandwich Larry made for me, and I dressed my wound using his first aid kit. I fed Andy his dog food as well. And then I waited. I waited for him to come back. How did you get up here? Did you learn to open doors now?
0: Not him. Me!
1: I hit Andy with the baseball bat hard enough to knock him out. I'm back at work now. I took Monday off because I had to soundproof my basement and do a couple duties. I've given Andy to the dog shelter. I'm not gonna trust a creature that can easily be manipulated with food. Now I go home and I don't feel lonely anymore. I pour myself a glass of wine, go to the basement and talk to my friend, Nerdy Larry. He can't see me, though. I suppose that's what happens when you pour acid into someone's eyes. But Larry can hear me well. He can't speak, either, as I had to get rid of his tongue. It's safe that way. I have emailed the office from his home computer, saying that he quit his job. He never really existed for the world, so no one's looking for him. That's a relief. He now lives in a cage. I don't like handcuffing. It's not effective enough. What can I say I learned from my stalker's mistakes? I clean after him, I bathe him, I feed him. No matter how you see it, I think I am pretty more humane than him. It felt a little weird to have a human pet. But now, (laughs) now I'm having the best time of my life.